What's up, guys? KT here, and what you're about to hear is episode two of the July Squad show. Say what? New guest on here. It's my boy, Jam on the Daily, a July Squatter forever. Hope you guys enjoy. We touched on a lot of big topics, so coming up next, July Squad show, episode two. Aaron, what's up, my bitch? Hello. Hey, Aaron. Welcome back to July hey. Squad episode two. We're just going to wait for Jam right here, but uh, we'll be talking right. about doing good. There he is, Jam with the Daily. We're back on Memory Squad Show. Yeah, man, I'm here, man. Glad to be here, bro. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, uh, for those of you who are wondering what happened uh, last week, we just took a little break last week, but we're back. We're just going to really do this anytime we're available. Aaron and I uh, decide mutually to have Jam on the show. Jam, how you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, man, in laser mode, as we say. <laughs> yes, laser mode, laser gang, as always. Uh, Aaron, how you doing with them, man? I'm good. I'm doing really well. Yeah, it's it's a busy, busy time right now, like with work and whatnot. But other than that, I'm doing I'm doing great. Awesome, guys. All right, so tonight's show, guys, we're just going to talk about creativity, the holidays, and what we think of the holiday hustle. So uh, I guess we'll start off the and any projects we're working. I guess we'll start off with uh, Jan. What's your uh, any creative outlet you got going on right now? So I'm working on a couple of things right now. Just being like what mm-hmm. I like to call my me project. Nice. And I'm working on a lot of things, you know, trying to iron out the personal brand, you know, because, you know, Jan is a, is a personal brand. It's me, the designer, like, like kind of trying to make myself a name brand, you know, so on the road to making myself a better name brand and trying to grow as a name brand, um, you know, I'm just working on a lot of my brand guidelines and creating a guide around that, you know, so I can keep everything that I'm creating consistent and, you know, so I could stay on the right path, you know, and, and communicate a consistent message, you know, across social media and across the web. So, you know, I'm focused on that right now before the new year. So that way, when I go into the new year, people people know for for solid, like solid, they know who's JM and what I'm about. Awesome, bro. Sounds like you're doing some personal branding and getting yeah. ahead. How are you, Aaron? Well, um, so I have been in learning mode, learning. I guess, for the last couple oh. of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> learning trying, mode. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn how to do uh, Premiere, Adobe Premiere, which is some editing software for video. Um, I've edited on iMovie for the most part. And so it's very limited. I I feel like I kind of got to my peak with that software. So I need something a little more flexible. It's turning out to be a lot harder than I thought it would be just because I knew where everything was in iMovie. And so now I'm trying to essentially just relearn editing all over again with new software so i'm kind of at that point i have a video i'm trying to work on from uh our colorado trip back in september i have a ton of footage and i just don't really know what to do with it so that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm learning new software and also trying to figure out what i'm going to do with the footage um and then try to figure out some more paid gigs in the future because i did one a couple months ago and that was a lot of fun so yeah, just learning, a learning, learning time. Nice. Have you awesome, tried what was that? Have you tried uh, Final Cut, Final Cut Pro? Yeah, I haven't tried that one yet. Um, I went with Adobe because they do have a subscription program, and so it's a lot cheaper to be able to pay for it, you know, over time.
time yeah, for sure. instead of having to go with Final Cut. I have heard that Final Cut is a lot more like iMovie on steroids, uh, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, but I also wanted something a little more flexible because you, you know, along with the, the cloud, you don't you don't just get Premiere. You get access to you know over twenty other software applications from exactly. So yep. that's a good look. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'd like to get better at like Photoshop and stuff like that too. Sweet. It's something I haven't really played with a lot, but I have access to it now if I want it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, if you do a lot of video uh, stuff, I definitely recommend After Effects. After Effects. Yeah, that's another one I really need to. I need to. And I'm trying to get my editing game down. With, with it, and then I think I'll start into After Effects and doing fancy stuff with it, but yeah, that, that's, that's like, exactly why I went that route. Word. Yeah, that'd be fun. Cool. Awesome, man. What about you, Kevin? You going to say, KT? Yeah, so here's what I've been up to. So basically, uh, my my plans are just really just figuring out the Anchor Nation, and we're going to roll right into Anchor Nation, too. Uh, next week, we'll start that off with a press conference, and then I know you guys remember the last one I did, Touchdown. That didn't work, but... Uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> what is that incarnation tool what's that about so basically I, I can't spoil all but it's going to be more jam-packed we're going to get a new intro new outro uh whole new group of people are coming in more more action more stories and just in a week it, 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 so if it's, you, like, hmm? it's like incarnation season two right <laughs> pretty much yeah uh, if you, if you look at it right that. now, it's just one interview, right? And then you got a bunch of promos. But to me, I looked at just the, the fact, I, yes, I'm still getting a lot of engagement, but what do I need to do to get more and help the fans? So I figure, why not get this new project where I thought, all right, let's get some more jam-packed action. I got some great interviews to start off the year. Let's not compact. Obviously, it won't, it won't go into effect until February, but because we have to get the intro all settled up. because The intro is going to be amazing, I think. You guys are going to love it. I'll give you a quick hint. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll give you a hint. It's Anchor Nation. It's not, this, that means it's not just going to be me. So stay tuned. That's a hint right there. And uh, there's oh. good. <laughs> yeah, so and you're going to like it. I think you're going to like the way it looks in February. It drops February 4th, 5th. And then uh, we'll be rolling. I think we're going to roll into this new year with strong power. Uh, as far as this station, just going to continue to do my thing. Maybe a little upgrade or two, but not really much happening there. I'm just uh, really planning and Excited to get into the new year, but ready to finish out this year strong. It's more of a actively a- actively searching and observing and uh, going in that laser mode when I need to, for sure. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it, bro. For sure. Yep. I like how you, you're constantly evolving your station. I don't even want to say changing because I don't think that's the right word, but taking the ideas that you for have sure. and then tweaking them just a little bit here and there. I think that I think that's worked out really well for you, um, and I think people want they want they want your personality and your stuff, but they also want you to kind of give them something fresh. And so I think that's why you're probably doing so well, is because you're you're able to pivot so easily, and you're not stuck in your ways, and you're not like no, I have to do it this way or no way at all. Yeah, for, I think that's really good for your show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I I think. Uh, it started really just honestly. It's been starting since October because if you if you I'm going to call it the the before the pre vacation era, the post vacation era, and then the October era. I mean, I have like the three eras. The pre vacation, I was figuring it out. You know, the post vacation, I was still I started to get a little traction, and now this past era, I'm starting to really figure it out now. So why not evolve my my ways to suit? I can't obviously we can't please everybody, 
But if I could just please myself knowing that right. people are going to like the content, if I keep evolving instead, of just, you know, for me, I, I have to evolve almost every week. I mean, if I just stay stuck in my ways for even three days, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I got to evolve somehow. Or, or if I'm not evolving on the app, I'm evolving somewhere else behind the scenes. And then when I put it out there, they're going to be, oh, this is what he's been doing. He, he just wasn't, you know, slacking off. You know, that, I got I got to stay constantly innovating, evolving, because if I stay that way, I know my mind will be sharper for whatever is thrown, you know, whatever update yeah. is thrown on more way. I'm sure that's coming down the line. So, Yeah, do you think that's your personality that's doing that, or do you think that's just kind of the way you have to be on the app uh, on this particular Well, thing? I mean, my personality is, is very – uh it's very, it's very vibrant. I think at times it's, well, most of the time it's vibrant, but sometimes I can get serious, but uh, I, I think it's that, but it's more just the fact that you got it. You have to evolve. I, I think if you just, if you just stick from what you're doing day one, it's just not going to work. I, I think Jam and I have discussed this a liar and you too. One day on this app is a week. I mean, it, it's crazy, but a day of posting is a week. A week is a month. A month is a year. I mean, there's no, there's no in between. Yeah. I mean, you have to evolve because if you, let's say you miss a day, you just missed a whole week and now you got to spend the day catching up everyone's content. And then you got to, then the second day you got to post content. And then it's like, you've just lost a, a whole good whole two, three weeks there. It, it, it's insane. But uh, I mean, if you don't evolve or if you don't have this personality to innovate, you you won't get anywhere. I think that's the, that, it's a harsh reality, but if you, you – know, now, there are some exceptions. Some people, you know, they have their typical, I'm going to do my podcast. The, one, the best example of this is uh, Nick Diaz and Knotts. I don't know if you uh, – JM, you know him, but Aaron, I'm not sure. Yeah, he, he has a daily show Monday through Friday. You don't see him much evolving, but something about his content, it drives people towards – I don't know. Maybe it's the mysterious of the guest, or maybe it's the – that intro is dope. I mean, that intro is fire. I mean, his intro, it's got almost a thousand listens. I mean, that, that's insane. Oh, the intro is ridiculous, bro. For real. I love I it. Know, I know. I, honestly, if, I, if we had a vote for best intro, that... I love Nick Diaz and Knott's intro, bro. That shit is fire. Oh, yeah. For real. I know. I don't know how he did it, but it's amazing. I mean, I mean I'm never going to echo. That's his, that's, his, that's his property. But uh, in all seriousness, you can see his, his strategy of podcasting works because because of his wide ranging guests, I mean, he's getting people off the app on the app and, you know, he's finding people and it just fits his personality. And I think he doesn't need to evolve in much. The only thing he might need to evolve is maybe where the direction goes with an update or something. That's it. But for people like, you know, myself and um, JM, we have to think about this. You know, we have to think about where we could go. Is it a fun outlet? It's a creative outlet. There's so many ways to go with it. And for me, with my stations, I'm like, all right, I can't be, here every time, but if I can find a way and find a path of just helping some people and helping some people that are here, kind of mix and matching, it'll it'll make me more inclined to be with the whole community rather than just kind of be with myself. You got you kind of have to think like the viewer. It's it's something I would say for sure. I feel what you're saying, bro. It's it's kind of like when when you saying that like innovate, right? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like. You you have to have the same mindset as the anchor team. Right? Pretty, yeah. That's what the anchor team is doing. They're innovating the app. You have to move with the app as it updates and as it grows. You know, because if you keep doing the same thing for sure, you know, the anchor team is gonna be making updates and it's gonna throw a curveball in whatever whatever social media you stra- strategy that you have planned out with your station. You know, 
And to me, how I see it is I'm not seeing it as a podcast. Like, to me, the experience feels like a voice box, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're accessing archive of, like, voice messages, right? Like, when somebody calls in, it just feels like I'm listening to a voicemail message, you know, when I go to access it in the app, right? For sure, for sure. And I kind of just treat it like that. Like, obviously, right now, I don't feel like this is a podcast. I feel like this is a phone call, right? Yeah. So I feel like, okay, we're on a phone call. We're chatting. We're talking about our perspectives on, you know, creative tools, creative strategies, and things like that. And some people would want to listen to it and tune in, you know, but I still don't feel like it's a podcast, though, right? It's just like you know, being on the phone or, you know, taking voicemail and answering voicemail. And that that's more or less really how it feels. But it's interesting that people can tune into it and also listen to it. So it's kind of like a public phone call or a public voicemail box that everybody can listen to. Mm-hmm. And you can share other people's, you know, voice messages from their voice, voice mailbox via Echo. You know what I mean? That's kind of how like it feels like to me, and how and how I treat my station. I, I'm starting to feel like I'm not gonna feel like a station, but more like you know you can call in, say what's up. I'll call into your station, say what's up, and like when I post a segment, it's just like me basically saying whatever's on my mind. Like okay, hey, what's up, anchor? You know, and it's like I'm just talking to the audience rather than doing the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, and I think that's a, that's a great – between you and me, guys, I, I don't – I mean, I see it as a little bit – maybe the Anchor Nation might be considered a podcast because, you know, the way the structure is, but this station, I feel like this is more what I'm doing right now is special because we're not really podcasting. We're not really, you know, talking about the usual, I would say, things. We're just talking about strategy, creativity, you know, all this stuff. And I guess the best example – I know, Aaron, you had a show, Anchoritis, for those of you who don't know Aaron yeah. – now, did you treat that like a podcast, Aaron, or or did you kind of? Yeah, yeah, it it definitely was for me. It was like um, my intention from day one was that it was going to be its own podcast, and that anchor was a way to get that podcast out to people. And that was partly due to I think the really great marketing that the anchor team did around the time of two point yeah. July Squad yeah. time, you yeah. know where they really were like, you can have your own podcast. And I was like, perfect. Because I mean, I have other podcasts and I've set up RSS feeds, but it's kind of a headache. And so it was nice to think, oh, if I wanted to do just a personal podcast, I could just do it on Anchor. And so, yeah, I really approached it as a podcast. I've definitely seen, and even more as like an old school radio show. I guess I've always, since I was a kid, kind of wanted to be on a radio show, you know, to be that like a morning DJ or something like that would be really cool. Um, actually, I think a late night DJ is cooler because they're the ones who tend to ramble a little bit more. Um, the morning DJs had too much energy for me. But yeah, I I totally, I looked at it that way. Um, and I wouldn't say that it wasn't successful. I think I just didn't really stick to it too much. Um, I didn't stick to it long enough to even know. But what you're saying about evolving and changing with the app it becomes very apparent that yes, you can do podcasts on here, but something more in the vein of what UJM are doing or even you, uh, Kevin, doing like interviews and stuff, 
that's kind of more where where it's at right now. And I think that's why this is going to be something different than just, oh, it's something you can do to make a podcast. It's more, it's far more personal. JM, like the other day, this has been a couple days ago now, in Anchor World, that's like a couple months ago. But you were posting out segments about about your life and about, hey, you're about to turn 30 and you're you're just like, I don't know how to feel about that. And yeah. that, that really hit me because I was like, this, this is what this app is about. Just hitting record and saying what's on your mind. And then people can join in and be like, hey, I, I'm with you. Or, yeah. hey, I've been through that and I can help you with that. And that's, that's pretty powerful. So it, it's so weird because anything can work on Anchor. I think if you put enough work and effort and passion into it, and people can really tell you're passionate about it. Anything can work on this platform. And that's what's so cool about it. I agree. You know, you, you can do the podcast thing on here. And, you know, it, it's not quite as professional, right? It, uh, you know, mm-hmm. compared to doing like a professional podcast with a setup. But the barrier to entry is definitely low here to just like jump on it, you know, export oh, yeah. it iTunes and all that. But, like, if one is to do a podcast, like, really, I think the best way to go is to do, like, interviews or some type of a talk show, right? You know, because, you know, what else can you really do? Like, you really can't do the DJ thing, you know what I mean, on here. You can't really do, like, you know, you know, like a like a radio station where there's a, where there's real music, you know, like the music feature is just not up to par like that on here. And that's yeah. exactly right. The only thing I've seen that we'll go, we'll start with the, um, the music thing. The only thing I've seen is that people have made recently have made more covers. I'm not sure if you guys, I know Aaron, you, you might, you've seen uh, like Rachel B's covers. There's a, there's a couple of new covers that have come out, but even that it's just, it, it's good, but it's not the the quality we're, we're liking. You know, it's hard to be like that DJ music because it's just it's not really. You have to be innovative about. It. You know, I, I've tried um, new song Saturday. Show. I actually did one today, and I thought it was okay. But even that, it just it, it was all right, but it wasn't the best in my opinion. I could have done better, but you know th- th- that's the thing. It's not meant for that. Sometimes. Like my concept, sometimes back in like August with the Touchdown and whatnot, that's not meant for this app. This this app is meant to be more, no filter, whatever's on your mind, spur of the moment. Let's talk about it. the community comes around you, and wraps around you. Basically, it's been very, it's been a positive community. That's why I've learned almost six months in that you know from day one. You remember? I, I I don't know. KC might be a little young, but I know Aaron will know about Howard Stern. Remember Howard Stern? I am familiar with the name, yeah. Okay. KT, Howard Stern? I remember I I know it from something, but I don't I don't I can't put the name in the face. Okay. So how Howard Stern was this dude that was a radio personality. And you know, on the radio, he wasn't allowed to say certain things. Like he had a movie. Mm-hmm. If you watch the Howard Stern movie, he was always getting in trouble in mainstream radio for dropping F-bombs or, you know, saying things that he wanted to say that society felt was not appropriate. They're like, that's not appropriate for the radio. You can't say that. You can't talk like that. And, uh, you know, then the internet radios came out with the, with the serious XM and all of that. And yeah. he just started 
just like saying whatever he wanted. He was able to say whatever he wanted because the internet gave him that opportunity to do that. And I kind of also feel like Anchor is like that too, where like on the topic of what we're talking about, people just coming out and saying whatever's on their mind. And nobody can really tell you, yo, JM, you can't say that. Or KT, you can't talk about that. Because yeah. all you got to do is phone and just record. Like, Anchor is not really blocking you from saying stuff that you want to say. Well, that, that that's the yes. great thing. Howard Stern. That's the great thing, Anchor is not yet. I mean, as long as, you know, as long as you don't really be a troll, I mean, I don't. I don't think there's anything you can't talk about in this app. It's pretty open, which is great. Yeah, man. I got to have oh, a bunch of little Howard Stearns on here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, that is, you know, kind of the, kind of the give and take a little bit about just the, a platform that allows you to say what you want is that you will get people who express real, real true emotion and, uh, talking about the struggles of their daily lives and stuff like that. And then you'll get some people who just want to, you know, curse every day, which I don't have a problem with per se, but um, that's the give and take, you know, that's the balance of this app that I think um, as long as they keep on the way they're going and they don't try to censor things, um, I think it'll be a pretty powerful, powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I think, that's it. I mean, we have to realize that this app, and that's another thing, it's still still young. You know, we, we still don't know the direction what they're going to take next year. All we know is we have to keep evolving and keep updating and just, you know, figure it out as we go. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's what it's yeah. been like since day one. I mean, figure it out as we go, and wherever it leads us, we just keep finding that answer. I mean, it may, it may not come tomorrow, but surely when it comes, and if you find, we talked about finding your home, I think we're definitely seeing that more. I think now, I think back then it might have been what five percent of the apps maybe that figured out their home way. When I first came in, now it seems like it's fifty-five or sixty-five. You know, almost, almost. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a good two-thirds of the apps already figured it out. And another thing is, a lot of new stations are coming in day by day, and how we help them in the process of figuring it out. That's something I think, like, mm-hmm. like a welcome committee. We've been having more, uh, more of these welcome welcome days. Uh, this has been more prevalent, more record with friends. I, it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, venture, I think, for sure. You know, a lot of stuff we're talking about here, too, though, I also want to make sure that we're not kind of um, pigeonholed into only talking about Anchor. Um, because I think what we're talking about here, evolving with, with the app and with the changing of, of different feature sets and things like that, that can still apply to a lot of other uh, creative outlets, especially as I'm thinking about my, my editing mm-hmm. here. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to evolve a little bit past the iMovie days because I feel like, yeah, I could throw something out on iMovie and it would be probably okay. But I feel like I hit a, a peak. And so I'm like, okay, now I need to evolve. Now I need to move into something a little more complicated, something with a little more power, something I can, I can do something new with that. And so, um, this whole idea of you're evolving with the anchor app, I think that applies in creative life in general. Once you hit a certain speed or a stride with something, you really need to push yourself and get out of your comfort zone and find something new to challenge you with and something, something that evolves and builds off of what you've already done. Mm. 
that's good, true. It's a good point. Yeah, sometimes if it's just too easy, you have to kind of find this new outlet so you can challenge your brain and mind. You're right. That's why I don't get the uh, kind of the daily up upload guys. Like, let's take let's take a big one like Casey Neistat. You go, you guys know Casey Neistat? Not sure. Okay, so he's. I'm 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 in really deep into the YouTube world. I have watched YouTube ever since I can remember, basically. But he's a pretty popular YouTuber. Um, but he does essentially daily vlogs. But the guy uh-huh. is a film, he's a filmmaker at heart, and so he makes them very cinematic. He uses drone shots. He uses all sorts of different camera angles, like by himself. It's very very impressive stuff. But even he has said he got to the point where he could crank out those videos every day like it's no big deal. And he he even stopped doing them at one point because he's like, it's not challenging to me anymore. And I need to step out of my comfort zone and, and make myself do something a little different. And so, you know, he's he's since come back to doing daily vlogs because he's, he's doing a lot of side projects and he wanted to document that. But it still stands that even though he was making some really high production, high quality, there's like time lapses going on throughout the day. It's they're impressive, especially about a year or so ago, he was at his peak, but he didn't just sit on his laurels and post daily videos, even though it was easy. Now for him, it was easy. He almost didn't even think about it anymore, but he had to push himself out of that comfort zone. And I try to keep remembering that, you know, I could just push out some content that's easy, that's, you know, relatively brainless and safe and all of that. And if I don't challenge myself, I just don't get as much of a a feeling about that. And I don't, I don't mean that to say that anybody posting daily content doesn't get that Mm -hmm. feeling. But for me, I don't really get that same feeling unless I'm putting myself out of my comfort zone and I'm really challenging myself to do something new. Well, that's important, I think, and that that's a great point because sometimes when you kind of do the same things over, it becomes mundane, and that can become boring. So if you're not if you're not challenging yourself and finding this new stuff to do, you're almost kind of like just defeating the defeating the time purpose. Like, well, it's it's not yeah. really fun. If it's not fun for you, then don't. Then that, my my thing has always been, if it's getting boring or if it's getting you know to the point where it's like you know you can do it blindfolded, then you might as well find something new, or you, honestly, or just try to find something like in the app where you could just make the project harder. But I mean, no one wants to do this. So I, I yeah, try, try try something yeah. new. I think that's don't be afraid. Change is a is a good message too. Well, I think yeah, try to get that dopamine rush. You yeah, know, try if, to, if it's not interesting, not going to get that dopamine rush that you need to stay motivated. You know, because motivation is temporary. You know, it's it's that it's a very temporary feeling. You you're not pumped and psyched to work on projects all the time you know tons of us creators work on projects that we don't feel passionate about at all but we know we need to get them across the finish line you know whether it be for a client or whatever it is you know but we we always need to do one thing if there's one thing that we can do it has to give us that dopamine rush so i i feel what you're saying on that one i think your audience too will if you're in your comfort zone and you're just kind of cranking out stuff each day, I think they start to sense your passion waning a little bit because I really believe that a lot of people are attracted to like, wow, this guy is good at what he does, but he's also, there's this even unspoken passion about it. Right. They may not even know 
consciously that that's what's attracting them. But I know for me personally, I mean, when I'm thinking about Casey Neistat in general, it is, it is about his passion because I, I started realizing all the things that went into making those videos because I was starting to do my own and really thinking, wow, I understand the work he put into that and he's got to be passionate about that. And so if you're just, if you're in your comfort zone and you're just cranking stuff out because you're like, Hey, I keep getting views on this. So I'm just going to keep doing the same thing. Eventually people are going to get bored and they're just going to be like, why don't you ever do anything different? And then like when you disappear too, people know when you disappear and and like you could be doing and have really strong momentum, you know, and then Mm -hmm. start getting burnt out. And then you're like, Oh, you know, then you don't post maybe for a few days and this could be true of, of any creative content work. Like, it doesn't have to just be Anchor. It could be YouTube, whatever the case may be. Wherever you've been more consistent, you know, and, and people start asking about you. Like, yo, you know, like, people have done it with me. Like, you haven't been active on Instagram for four days. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. or <laughs> you've been yeah. off the air for 24 hours. What's going on? You know, like, and it's like, oh, wow. You know, like, you don't really think, that people are tuning in like that. Maybe, especially if your engagement yep. is pretty low, but even if the engagement is pretty low, those people are still tuning in though. You know what I mean? They're, gonna, they're the ones who's going to yeah. act. You know, so people can see that for sure. That's that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the community, they kind of know your vibe. When you kind of put yourself out there, they kind of know your trends. Like, all right, this guy's posting every day, but he's not posting today. What's What's going on? You know, and that's when they're like, okay, whether you have engagement low or, you know, in the middle or even high engagement, and you're not seeing that engagement, if you're not popping up on another station, or if you're not popping up another outlet or creating a project, they're going to wonder, well, what, what's happened? And that kind of triggers, like, are they okay? Are they losing momentum? Are they losing motivation? Or are they just taking a break? You, you don't know. And that's why the, the, yeah. the, the curiosity comes in. For sure. Yeah. I think engagement itself could be like an entire episode that we could probably do <laughs> and just about that. And, and about that idea of like trying to find and cultivate an audience and all that definitely has been something I have struggled with my entire creative life anyway. And I'm, I'm slowly kind of moving myself self more towards the, I don't really need, I don't know. I don't need the big following, I guess. I want to just create something, and if people like it, I'm going to be very yeah. happy. But at the same time, there's a there's a crazy balance in that because then if you're creating something and you haven't worked to cultivate an audience, then no one sees it, even if it's really really great, or no one hears it if it's even if it's the best thing you've ever created. It's actually one of the things I'm most paranoid about is like, especially on anchors, because things don't last forever on anchor. And so I think, well, okay, I have this great idea for a segment, but currently. I don't really have great um, feedback and, and a lot of people listening because I'm not posting. <laughs> That's one of the biggest reasons. But so I'm like, so am I going to hold on to that segment until I'm sure people are listening and then I'll say it? Or do I go ahead and put it out and just hope people sit there? You know, there's a big back and forth on that kind of, and not just on Anchor, on just about anything. Well, I'm glad you brought up the, the Anchor side because I think this is something, this is the evolution, right? Because what, back in the day, I, when I, I remember back in July, I mean, we, we had a couple people. I, I'm, I'm sure JM knows, like, you know, when Jessica Tron was off. Like, hey, what the hell we were doing, bro? <laughs> Keeping a hundred. We didn't know. We, we didn't know how to figure things out. We was like, how the hell do we do that? 
yeah. and then a bunch of updates come out, you know? Like, yeah, man, I feel you. Exactly. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we, we were we were wondering what the heck, you know, bug fix update, whatever. I mean, we we thought, you know, what? Wait, what? Yeah, we were kind of have to, we were kind of have to soul search just every day. Like, okay, we got to try it. We had to be. We had to almost force the hand. Real, bro. To, to get even further, I still don't feel like I know what I'm doing, bro. To be honest with you, you know, and I think that's okay. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think, I, I think a lot of people, not just you, I think a lot of people. I don't think anybody knows what they're doing on here. Not even us. Nobody. And that, you know what? It's okay because it's going to keep changing. Like you said, yeah, you're right. it's a baby app. It's going to change so fast. You know, it's, it's not to the level of like Facebook that's exactly. been out now for two years, you know, or Instagram. Instagram been out for like seven, eight years. And these, these platforms are fully matured, you know? Like they're they're the they're the tech giants right now, you know. I think what's gonna happen is once the, once Anchor has more users and people really know about Anchor like that, then the whole game is gonna change. Just like with cryptocurrencies that's coming out, I just learned that Bitcoin's value is really based on how many users it acquires. So yep. that's why the value of the Bitcoin is going up. Because they're acquiring more and more users. Same thing with any other platform like Anchor. The value will go up as it acquires more users. You feel me? So right now, we won't know what we're doing. But once it has more users, it'll become apparent what it is that you should do on Anchor. The same way it's apparent what you should do on YouTube when you get to YouTube. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that a step further, though, and kind of kind of say I, I mean I agree with you but also at the same time I don't even think anyone on any platform really knows what they're doing because I'm really I'm really into the YouTube world <laughs> yeah I'm into the YouTube world and right now it's it's really hard for creators because they, they did used to feel like they knew okay I gotta post this many times a week and I got to say this and I can do this and I'll get this many views and I'll, you know, they could really predict it. Well, then something changed. And now it's like, okay, now we don't know what's going on. And so it doesn't really matter what the platform yeah. is, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. There's going to come a time where everyone's just flying by the seat of their pants because it's never, you never know what people are going to be interested in that day. You never know what they're going to what the platform is going to change just this little thing that is going to really mess with your entire plan. And so I think you just need to be nimble. I think you need to be not set in your ways. You need to be able to evolve um, no matter what platform you're creating on, because there's going to, I just think everybody's making this up as they go and you're going to be right there with them. And that part of the creative life, I guess, um, to tell everybody else that if you're wanting to be creative, you're never going to arrive. And be like, well, there we are. I am now a creative person. It's a process, and it's never ending. And you're gonna have to stick with it. Well, that's, that's a good point. No, it's true because you're right. Any platform you could post uh, something, let's say on Instagram, but do you really know where the trend where is? The trend is or... You don't know. So, I think that that that's the problem. I mean, I think no one knows, and it's just a constant evolving process and being innovative. You could just get stuck in your ways. If anything, that's how you that's how you don't get ahead because now you're just kind of like, all right, well, I'm back like a year ago. I mean, you'll be stuck like so far behind because a day in evolving terms 
that's like a month. I mean, I mean it, it's crazy. The more laptop was mm-hmm. popping and was not popping online by looking at like the analytics and the insights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, like here on Anchor, you boards and kind of look at what who's on top and what they're posting and look yeah. at Twitter and see what's trending or Facebook. But there's a lot of work that goes into that too. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then the trend just changes, and then. And then, then you have to change as well. You know, it's it's a never-ending cycle. You know, no, for sure. That, that's it. Social media. I mean, you think about it, how many. I mean, I'll ask this: How many guys? How many hours do you guys take out of your day for social media? Not many, for me anyway. I mean, I guess, but, uh, yeah, not a lot. You, social media is so so many hours of time. One time, I was literally on Instagram for six hours straight, bro, just engaging with people. And it's been yeah. like since I've been able to do that because, you know, ha- having to set aside that many hours of time to get great results is a lot of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I can't literally invest six hours of my time every single day into engaging on Instagram. So I, I try to break it up, you know? So yeah. on other days, I might give one platform more time than I would give on an, on any other given day. Like, I try to see what I can do. Like, I try to see if I could, like, post something on Twitter and then, like, be able to take a screenshot from there and then, you know, post it on Instagram in the gallery or in the stories and, you know, maybe tag somebody or whatever. I, I, I try to be able to leverage all of the platforms you know at the same time if i can you know that way i'm killing two birds with one stone but a lot mm-hmm. of it really is time consuming and the, the time consuming part really comes from like the engagement like liking people's posts and then commenting and then engaging in multiple different conversations with people you know that t- it takes a lot of time it really does and then on top of that i gotta get on anchor I got to post a segment. And then if I want to share that content from Anchor, I have to transcribe the segment, which takes oh, a, yeah. at least a half an hour. That takes too long, yeah. Set. You know what I mean? And then, <laughs> and then you is. have to curate it on another platform like Instagram or on yeah. Facebook or something like that just to get other people to tune in to that segment. Or even if they don't have Anchor and they can't tune in, at least they're getting to hear that content, you know, they're yep. getting to interact with it and it starts the ball for rolling for engagement again, you know, mm-hmm. on that platform. So it's just damn time consuming, man, for real. Well, yeah, but it seems like, it seems like you're using social media though to, to further like your creative outlet itself. And so it's not like you're sitting there just literally wasting time on social media. No, I think not. that's a big, yeah. a big difference, you know? For sure. There, there are a lot of people who do actually waste time on social media. I, I know the attention is there. That's why you got to be there. If you want to build a business, you know, then you got to build a brand. And if you want to get the attention for your brand, the attention is on social media for sure. So that's yeah. where all the time really needs to be at. But it's yeah. a beautiful thing because, you know, now you don't have to pay for a billboard. You know, oh, yeah. you don't have yeah. to keep the ads in the newspaper. You don't have to get a commercial on TV. You don't have to do QVC or get an infomercial. You know, that's what social media is for now. Yeah, for, the, I, for the little yeah. guys. 
Let's say, yeah, billboards and newspapers are a waste of time, man. At this point, that if you're doing, if you're dabbling in that, you're right. You've wasted your time. <laughs> That's for sure. And, mm-hmm. and I think this is it. This avenue of it's almost like a two way street. Right? Social media. It, there's always a positive and negative, but if you use it in a positive light and you're trying to help progress further, and there's no reason why you, you can't do that. And you should be able to have a strategy and just spend time the right way rather than just kind of wasting it all to just a one Instagram post and, you know, whatever. It, 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 there's a right way and a wrong way. And if you just continue to do the right way on some, there's no, there's no really right or wrong answer, but it, there is one wrong answer, and that's just wasting time. If you don't waste wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you don't wait, the only wrong answer is not doing it at all. Or the, if you're not on Instagram, that's the wrong answer. If you're not on Facebook, that's the wrong answer for sure. Oh, definitely. If you're man. To build like a brand or that's something, that's the only wrong answer. Yeah, you're right. You're not, yeah. not, not doing it at all. You can't. You you won't make a shot if you don't take it. That's it. I mean, that's so true. I mean, if you don't if you don't get on it, how will you ever know? You know, that that's. Just gotta try it out and see. Play around, even experiment is fine. I mean, we're, we're all doing it every day, so why not just try it out and experiment? Even it's, it's fine. It's one big experiment. This whole, the whole creative life in general is just you experimenting with stuff and just seeing what sticks. Yep. You know, and moving on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I mean, that's that's what it is all about. The evolution, yeah, it just it evolves every day. It never stops. It's a never-ending train, just like this. Uh, yep. Just like time, it never stops. It keeps going and going and going and going, and then eventually, you know, it will happen one day. But I mean, it it, it just never stops. And if you have to, sometimes you almost with the modern, the modern day people or the modern day brain has to kind of be like, okay, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do that. You kind of have to be like a multitasker everywhere. You kind of have to multitask like, well, all right, you're doing some type of step, but how can I further enhance the step, or how can I take a step back to see yeah. if I can see something, observe analysis. I mean. There's just so much things going around. It, I mean, it's crazy how many thoughts go through our brain every day. and mo- Most of them seem productive, but at the same time, you'll get these random thoughts out of your head like, oh, is this good? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's crazy, but that's the creative life, you know? It is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do we want to transition into what we're going to do for the holidays? Yeah, sure. I guess we'll, we'll transition. I think that's I think that's a good topic, yeah. Yeah, so I guess we'll start, Jan. We, we, yeah, we broke down a hole here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we broke down a good anchor session in 42 minutes. That, that's good. That's good. And uh, just life creativity. But uh, I guess, Jan, you want to start with your holiday plans? Yeah, sure, man. Um, basically, I'm I'm one that I, I'm not really into holidays like that, you know. Um, a lot of people are into holidays. That's cool. I'm not religious or anything like that, but, you know, I went through some experiences as a kid, as most people on Anchor know, that I grew up in foster care. So, you know, I didn't really get to spend a whole lot of time with family and things like that, you know, so holidays for me, I've always spent just like a regular day, especially moving from New York to Florida, where here in Florida doesn't even feel like the winter time. Doesn't even feel like Christmas. Yeah. I haven't seen snow now in almost eight years. I haven't seen snow. So definitely doesn't feel like Christmas anymore. So for me, like, I'm just all about my strategy right now. I'm all about growing a personal brand. I'm all about being creative. I'm all about telling my story. And that's my jam right now. That's that's what I care about. Right now. I don't care about Santa Claus. I don't care about gifts. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I still enjoy myself. I, I balance out, but 
I enjoy what I do at the same time too. So, right. you know, for me, being creative is fun. So, you know, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Right? I don't know how y'all feel about that, but I'm sure y'all pretty much feel the same. <laughs> what about you? Kevin? Yeah, man. So for me, uh, on Christmas, uh, I, I spend time with family. I mean, I, I got, it. I mean, I, I love my family, but uh, yeah, we just do our normal thing. We eat dinner, you know. We uh, wrap gifts. We open some gifts for our neighbors. Give gifts out. Just try to do that, but uh, usually, like at night, like we'll we'll have our dessert. Maybe we'll talk a little bit, but after that, I mean, Christmas for me, I mean, it's over around you know six, seven, and then if I see something, I'll probably I'll just hop back on anchor and post stuff. I mean, that's it. I mean, I just try to figure out maybe do some questions for the Anchor Nation. I mean, that's all I pretty much do on Christmas. Just spend a good, decent time amount of you know family time and whatnot, and then think forward the next day because you know next day. You're right back at you know you gotta think of something always so that's how I do so mm-hmm. I mean but you know what KT you you also you getting older now too you're 18 you're still a young man but you know Christmas is not the same for you like probably when you was maybe 14 no, no, right yeah, no. <laughs> you seen the difference of Christmas like like me and and Aaron I'm about to be 30 you know what I'm saying Aaron's already in his early 30s. When you get yep. old, I'm sure Aaron would agree. When you get older, Christmas starts to become less and less and less of a big deal. You know, as you get older, it's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Aaron? Yeah, it, yeah I, I agree with you. I think especially around, yeah, my my mid to late 20s is when it was really hitting me. Like, okay, this really isn't that big of a deal. But you know what really kind of turns me around to it a little bit was I have a lot of nieces and nephews. And so um, I, I was able to spend a couple of years living with my brother and his mm-hmm. family. And they had kids that were like two years old and two to four years old, somewhere around there. And Christmas in like seeing them being excited about Christmas, that's, that's the jam right there. Like that, because I think you connect a little bit to your childhood and you're like, okay, I, I, I get now, like, why why older people are excited about Christmas. I mean, even, you're never going to be as excited as you were as a kid. Um, and things yeah. do definitely kind of, they calm down a little bit. But there's always that, when you when you see kids enjoying Christmas, there's something that gets you. Um, but, I, yeah. I mean, I'd still agree with you, though, that, like, things kind of calm down a little bit, you know, and you're not quite as hysterical. <laughs> um but it it can still be it can still be a good time. Um, I'm glad to hear you guys are like, are you guys all kind of staying creative though during, even if you have some kind of Christmas break or holiday break? Oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I'm just not at that place where I have kids yet. So yeah, hashtag team no kids. You know, shout to everybody that don't got no kids. I don't have any kids yet either. Um, but I do have a very very large family, and they all have kids and. Um, I don't get to see a lot of them over Christmas, but I, I did for a while there. And that that does really put a lot of things into context. That's but, for sure, yeah. Um, I'm going to, for Christmas, I, I got some time off from work coming up. Um, not a ton of time. I usually get a lot of time off at the end of the year. But in my new job, I, I'm responsible for a lot of stuff that I have to I have to be there for. Otherwise, there's no work to do on January 1st. So I'm going to try this next week to get a lot of that done. But during the days that I have off, I'm already kind of working on a little plan. Um, I'm going to start, like, backing up and organizing some old footage that I have. Um, I'm going to try to get this whole editing thing done. 
if I could produce like one video during that time, I'd be happy just because that means then I got through the whole process of using Adobe and getting, you know, getting something out. And then I think once I get that out, I'd be like, I'm good. I'm ready to go. So I'm going to try to focus on that. Um, and then I'm also going to try to stay active. Um, I'm going to challenge myself for every day that I have off this, this coming week or so. I'm going to try to get to the gym as well. There's really no excuse not to. Um, I think I could probably spend another hour talking about how my fitness is linked directly to my creativity. It's something about the saint to get the blood pumping. Yep. Um, I'm really going to try to, I'm not going to, I'm going to try my hardest not to be lazy over the, over the break. Cause that's the temptation is to like, well, I'm just going to sleep in and then I'm just going to lounge around and I'm going to not go to the gym because it's my vacation and all of that. So I'm going to try. Hey bro, if you're not injured and you like, you're like physically able to lift you know, and you're physically mm-hmm. able to run, like, do not take that for granted. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I you know, I'm thinking, I wish day, I yeah. could really do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, it, it, because once you get hurt or something happens to you, you're going to be sitting down wishing, like, man, you know, now I can't run no more. I can't do the things I used to do. And that feeling right yeah. there really sucks, bro. For real. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, can do something and you're like physically capable definitely do it and you know what also is if, if you do a little bit like even just 10 push-ups bro like that's an accomplishment that's that dopamine rush that you need to send to your brain before you start doing any of your creative work also because you've already accomplished yeah. something before you start on the rest of your tasks so that's gonna that's that yeah. that's that frenzy that that feel good that you need that boost you know, of motivation. Yeah. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, uh, um, of course, being a Saturday, I didn't work today. And I still, w- I made it to the gym still. And I was thinking, I was almost thinking about not going. And I was like, you know, 20 years from now, or, ho- you know, hopefully 30 years from now, when I'm not able to move as well as I am now, I'll yeah. look back at myself here and be like, you're an idiot. You have, you have the energy you have the ability, nothing, nothing's hurting. You have literally no excuse not to do this. Why didn't you do it? And I'm going to really be disappointed in myself for that. So like, that's, that's definitely kept me going. But just that, like you said, that, that dopamine, or I don't know, there's something about it, just something about getting the blood pumping that really gets me thinking about creating and some, for some weird reason, it's all connected to me. I think a lot of things in life are connected, but for me, especially creativity and fitness are just so, so connected. I just get so motivated to do stuff when I'm, when I'm active. Well, the concept of fitness is too, is very creative. I mean, there's, there's no right or wrong answer to do fitness. I mean, like JM said, you can run, you can do push-ups, you can, you can do so many things. And that's probably another correlation. I mean, if you could be active, and be creative while doing your fitness. I mean, that also helps along with the dopamine, even an adrenaline rush if you get you know that deep into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And everybody's different, and you need to learn kind of how your body reacts to things and tweak your program a little bit. There's a lot of creativity just in that, for sure. Yeah, I used to get super creative with body weight exercises because there's there's yeah. literally thousands of different body weight exercises that you can perform, mm-hmm. you know, and just yeah. many options for 
doing exercise, you can't get bored. You know, it's just mm-hmm. yep. taking it a step step further each time, you know, progressively. So yeah, man, that it, it gets the mind going, that creativity. It sets you free for sure. I agree, man. I think we just came full circle too, because we we're just talking about you're gonna get bored. Yeah. Once you've once you've mastered the treadmill and you know, or the elliptical or something, you're gonna get bored and you need to evolve. Yep. Or you're gonna get stagnant, you're gonna stop. And it's like it's all it's all connected, man. You're absolutely right. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you get on a yeah, treadmill, like, you want to say you start with push-ups on the ground and you master push-ups on the ground. Then what you got to do? You got to do maybe some clapping push-ups or handstand push-ups, right? And you you know you just stepping it up each time, being more creative and challenging yourself even further, you know and th- you're right. We got to come full circle and be able to also do that in our creative work as well. That's a fact. Yeah, I mean, every day, every day is a chance to be creative. I and mean, that's, that's the the hindsight is right. I mean, you can look back five years and be like, oh well, I should have done that. But you can't get that time back, right? So, so yeah. how how you how you live the now and how you be creative in the now moment will only better you for the next day because now you feel like, all right, now I have. A, a, I don't. Although you know, plans are never a hundred percent certain. Of course, you have some type of, you know, motivation. Like, all right, maybe it wasn't the best day, but I did find something creative or productive because I did this certain thing, and I could use that to the next day to even be more creative and kind of better yourself each mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Build on it, yeah. Yeah, built. So, guys, I really think – I think that, like, 2018 – wow, I almost said 2017. I think 2018 is going to be just – you you get those feelings about years where things are starting to kind of line up. And I really feel like 2018 is going to be just a crazy year just for the world in general, for us, uh, for Anchor, for myself. Yeah. Um, I just, I feel like we're on the cusp of something really, really great. And it's, I think it's really exciting. Yeah, for sure. All, all the, especially with all the new changes that are happening, yo, like, you know, the real big hot thing. I don't know if y'all rock with cryptocurrency, but that's just, like, yeah. been so on my mind so much, you know. And the, I, I just feel like the future with, with just having cryptocurrency and having blockchain technology is just going to just revolutionize the way we do everything, man. It's unbelievable. It's like Internet 2.0, man. Like, the Internet came along and changed everything and this blockchain is going to come yeah. along and change everything, too. And it's, and that, it's that drastic. Yeah. It's like that. yeah. I mean, it could happen next year, too. I mean, I know everyone's talking about 2K20, but forget 2K20. It's happening now. I mean, to be honest, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting these changes little by little. And we, it's funny. We, we actually had a conversation on this about Anchor, about what's going to happen next year. We, we feel like something big is about to happen, so. Let's see where this plays out, Jam 1 2018. Let's see where it rolls. I mean, my expectations, yeah. man, for next year, same same as they were really 2017, just keep evolving. I mean, keep getting better. That's it. I mean, I, I don't really have any – I don't like to think too long-term, at least about myself just yet, but it's got to be in the back of my mind. All right, what could I do better to help improve the situation? Because, you know, you got to – If you can keep If you can keep that attitude of, like, I just need to get yeah. better – because I think the dangerous part is where, again, we're talking about this all night now. When you when you feel like, okay, yeah. I'm settled, yeah, I'm good. 
and you settle down and you just get complacent. So if you can just keep thinking, what can I do better? What can I do better? What can I do better? I think, I think you're going to be in a great place. And I wish I had had that thought when I was 18. Because uh, I think my 20s would have been really, really different. I agree, bro. For me too, because when I was 18, I was a damn fool, bro. Real talk. And yeah. <laughs> like nothing like the way KT thinks. And with this, with this, with the way the world changing so fast, like having the mindset of just like, I want to get better is good because it's like, there's no one way to make yourself better. Exactly. You know, so as mm-hmm. long as you think of all I want to do is get better. You're opening your mind up actually to many opportunities to get better instead of narrowing your thinking down to, oh, there's only one way for me to do this. But that yep. one way could change any day. So just having your mind open like that is just, is, wow, it's going to skyrocket anybody. Yeah. Anybody's, anybody trying to get on the next level, that level of thinking is going to skyrocket them to that level. As early as possible, get on that 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 line of thinking, and I think you'll be you'll be great. And yeah, that, that that's it. Because if you think about the first day you settle, is the first day you need to resettle as and get back in it. I mean, if you can, if you if you take a, a settled day, man, you're gonna you're gonna realize that you're gonna regret it. So the the first day that ever settles, it's like, oh no, I gotta. Re-, it's almost like you gotta relearn yourself. Now, like I settled, but don't wait. You missed a day, or you you, you missed a day of stopped evolving, creating. I had that fear, like, if I stop creating, if I stop, you know, making it happen, then I'm like, all right, well, that's not good. Now it's going to take me a – it may not take me a day. It's going to take me a month in, in terms of just the evolving process, you know. So that, it's crazy. But one, one day, one day could be a difference. And I think that's why doing it every day will prevent that. It's the best way. Mm-hmm. I was going to Aaron, do you have a YouTube channel? I was trying to ask you earlier, but I know you was passionate about – Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you just search my name, Aaron, and then my last name, Bronander, it's B-R-O-N-A-N-D-E-R. Yep. You'll find me there. There's, it'll look like there's not a lot of activity lately, but it's because I've done a lot of private work for some people. Oh, I got um, So I, I got, I got some, I got my first paid gig and I did some stuff for some other people for free. And so there's some videos on there that are private. So it looks like I haven't posted in a while, but um, I'm working on something right now probably going to try to shoot some stuff over Christmas. Um, but yeah, I really, I use it to just, I'm trying to learn how to edit. I'm trying to learn how to put a story together because my ultimate goal at the end of all of this is to create a documentary because I, I just really enjoy that style. I'm, I'm looking to hone the skills right now and then also working on what, what is the idea? What's the, what's the story I want to tell? But that's kind of my, my ultimate goal with that channel is to get to a documentary, like a full length. That's awesome. Yeah. No, no, that's good, man. And and the great thing about, you know, video sometimes is you have so many options out there and there's, and there's no direction of a documentary. It could be anything in the world you could talk about. So you keep, you keep, you keep, you keep uh, holding in on the skill of just editing and taking this, you know, Adobe, you know, premiere or whatever on your first step and just kind of figuring that out. And then re-evolving just a new thing or a new software or whatever, if you get that good at it, and just keep keep finding the process of the video and all that stuff. You, I think the documentary dream is going to come true for sure. Just keep holding in. I think so too, man. Yeah. 
So, Casey, I want to ask you, do you get nervous in front of the camera? <laughs> That's a good question. Now, uh, well, here's the, now, this is a good question because uh, it's not someone's nerve. It's just more uncomfortable. You know, as I'm not – but th- this is the great thing, though. Because I don't have to focus on that, that. That's my belief. If I'm if I'm focusing on a weakness, that's another thing. I'm wasting my time. I know video ain't my thing. I mean, you, you've seen me, Jay. I'm like alive. I I feel like I'm. No, I, I think your videos are good, bro. I just, really? I get, I get yeah. a feeling of nervousness though a little bit from you. Like you, like it's kind of like you doing the video, but you kind of like you you trying to rush the video. It seems like a lot of times. Like, you're just trying to hurry up and get off camera. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's another thing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not so much a video guy. But, you know, they, they seem good. I mean, yeah. they seem good, but they're just, it's just not me. You know, it doesn't say Kevin Touch. This says Kevin Touch. <laughs> you know, being so, I don't, you don't have to see my face. You don't have to see what I'm no, wearing. You have for this, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. And, Sometimes and, you see your face, though, bro. You well, know? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll look into – that's something I can look into. Maybe – Maybe trying something with uh, what's up? I like what you're doing on Instagram though. Like, sorry to butt in there because I think what you're doing is you're you're adding video on top of you know and pointing people back to Anchor basically. And I think that's a good compromise. I don't think you necessarily have to be like, oh, I need to go start a oh, YouTube yeah. channel unless unless you get that you know that desire to put yourself out of your comfort zone and do it. But like. I, I like when I when I saw the first video you did on Instagram, I was like, yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. It's like, OK, if you want to see the face behind the voice, here's where you can go. But ultimately, I'm still pushing you back to anchor. Like, that's what I'm trying to get you to go. And I think that works well. And even if you're nervous, like there's so many people who don't like being on camera. I don't particularly like being on camera. Um, but yeah, I like how you're like, I just try not to let it try not to think about it and it does get easier after a while. Yeah, I think that's the key just kind of kind of testing the waters with that. I think I I could do definitely another thing is Instagram video only allows you a minute. So I, I, it's kind of it's kind of like the calling feature. I'm like, "All right, well, I mean, there, there, now stories I haven't done. I haven't tried that. I maybe will try that next year. But I mean, to to me I think uh just maybe leading it to somewhere like leading it back to my anchor station or leading it back to because if you think about it, on, on my Instagram Ninety percent of the content is uh, uh, transcribable videos or promoting the interviewee. It's not really Kevin Touch, <laughs> you know. I mean, if it, if it was Kevin Touch's right. stuff, then you would see more pictures about personal stuff I'm doing or I'm hanging out with people. And that, I mean, that, although that's cool, right. I, I'm not into that. But it's strictly on Instagram. What's that? It's strictly the anchor nation on Instagram. Yes, that, that that's it. That's it because. The Anchor Nation, that's that's such a – that's what I'm doing What I'm doing next year. I can't – I guess I can't review all the plans, but the Anchor Nation on Instagram, because you could kind of see the voice of Anchor through the people. You know, that that's the whole point. I mean, if we, we – let's take back the first episode I did. With, that was with Randy. There was no, you know, Instagram stuff on there. Even you, Aaron. I mean, we we had problems, like, just getting the audio up on your interview. But that, but now yeah. when, we go yeah. J, when we go to JM's interview – Different stuff. We're getting more transcribable videos. We're getting more, uh, more me coming out. We're even got. Um, I think- oh, you know, that's the part of you innovating, though, bro. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? There. That's you growing, evolving, innovating. That's it, right there. And that's it. And that, that's the whole point. That, if I'm not that exactly, if I'm not in that state of innovating, 
then I won't. I'm, listen, I have no problem trying new things. It may, it may seem nervous, but I'll, I'll still do it. I think that's something. If I could step out of my comfort zone in many areas and feel, all right, it doesn't have to be. As long as it's done, it's done. That's a good theory. But to me, when it comes to video, if, it, if it's not, if it's not a hundred percent, you know, perfect, I'm okay with it because I know that's not my so-called strength. I mean, that's like kind of. I wouldn't call it a weak. It's kind of like in the middle. You're kind of like. I got some something that will definitely develop, though. Yes, I, I think I think it has yeah. to develop. I think personally, you have to develop that because you can't you can't just put. You, sometimes some people they'll push it to the side completely, but ah, this will never come back because one day the situation will the situation will arise. You know, you kind of kind of have to just prepare for almost anything. So if, if video is something that uh, I need to do more next year, I'll try it. I'll keep trying it. I'll keep looking back at my videos, see what I can improve in. Maybe it needs to be. Um, maybe a setting change, atmospherical change, whatever. I mean, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to improve it as far as just, you know, composure. If I need to be more composed, if I, if I need, if I need to stop being more structured, I, I, whatever. I mean, video, you can, you can, kind of, if I, if it was just me being more you know personal and just kind of having a good time, just joking around, it's not, it's not really being innovative to me. It's just kind of like, ah, whatever. But to me, if I can kind of find a way to balance just having a good time with me behind the camera, and then kind of innovating myself through a camera, just through the lens and whatnot, then I know I'll put the good – I want to put the best quality, but it'll be good enough to where people are like, all right, maybe maybe I know what he's doing now. He's kind of relaying stuff back to, you know, the Anchor, the anchor Nation interviewee, his Anchor Nation station, or what he's just doing in general. And you kind of see the voice behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's all about evolving, man. That's what it, this night's all been about. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, like, that's it. That's a that's a great point. I mean, it's been all about evolving, innovating, being creative, and how you settle is just you're basically falling behind when you settle. It, it's interesting, but it all ties back. That's, that's how these station themes are, really. That's how all these shows are. Every show, well, all right, it's got to tie back to something. Yeah. It's good, though. It's good. It's, it's weird how naturally that happens, you know? Like, without – we didn't really no. plan, like, most of what we talked about. That's the thing. I mean, do you really plan <laughs> – I mean, you really don't play anything on Anchor. To me, I mean, we, and that's the great thing. We don't know what we're doing on it. If no one knows what we're doing, it's kind of, all right, there's no need for a plan. Just go for it. You know, we had, like, what? I mean, we'll be, we, we won't lie. We had a quick, what, four-minute pre-call? Didn't really know. I mean, yeah. that four-minute pre-call has sprung into a 66-minute golden call. I mean, it's crazy. Just the, the humble beginning of a call. I mean, just through a four-minute pre-call to now a golden call. I mean, this is, this is gold, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I'm sure that think it's gold, too. No matter how many so, seconds. So what do you think people should be doing right now during the holidays to level up? That's a good point. That's a great point. Uh, uh, for me, the, the, to level up, now it depends what you're doing. To me, the first thing to do is you got to get the right mindset. I, I don't think you need to fall into the mindset of, all right, I'm here. Let's, here it is, you know, December 16th. And I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm settled in place. Or I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm on a streak. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put it to 2018. That's the first step of failing. So the best thing to do level up is keep doing what you're doing. If you're doing the right thing, just keep doing it. That's fine. And then maybe the last week or something, find something. Maybe go do a little soul searching and find something that's going to put you to the next level rather than just kind of breezing. If you stay consistent, that's fine because a lot of people in the long run are not doing that. But if you can find something even more, if you can soul search and dig deeper, into your creative brain, your creative mindset, that's how you level up. And that's how you find the, the streak of gold, the pot of gold at the, 
at the end of the tunnel for the rainbow. And as far as these last two weeks, you find that gold, that gold idea, run with it, but more importantly, innovate with it and be creative and never settle. Now, now you have this idea that, all right, where can I develop? I can start doing this where other people are not thinking like that. And that's how you level up. Just kind of outthinking the, outthinking the time of, all right, we know two weeks are left of the year, but if I can outthink that and just look beyond that, you know, actual fact, that's actually a fact and be like, all right, I can look beyond that fact and keep moving forward. That's how you win. And that's how you level up. Yeah. yeah. I think I would probably say, I don't think you need to be, um, I don't think you need to be hard on yourself if you do need to take a break. So if you've been hustling all year and you get to these last two weeks and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to treat myself and not do anything. I think that's, that's completely yeah. fine. But I also think that you should keep yourself open to um, opportunities remaining. Yeah. And remaining cre- in that creative space, at least like, even if it's just in a notebook and a pen and as you're sitting there watching TV, and an idea comes to you, just write it down. Something like that. You know, if you really feel like you need a break, but I know I can speak for myself and say, I don't need it. I don't need a two week break because I have not been as, as creatively minded as I should have been throughout the rest of the year. So mm-hmm. maybe next, next year I'll have hustled all year round and been like, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to play video games for the next two weeks. And that's, that's completely fine. But I think you just got to know yourself. You got to know where you are. Yeah. Um, and I think for me, keeping myself in that creative mindset is actually going to make me way more happier on my break. I get, if I'm, if I have nothing to do and I have two weeks off about three days in, I, I almost legit get depressed because it's like, what am I, what am I doing with my life? Like, and I, I love video games, but I can only do those for so long before I start questioning, what am I doing with my life? What does this all mean? (laughs) is weird you know and so like i gotta got keep it. myself in that creative space because it just keeps me with a healthy mind you know um and it doesn't get you know horrible it just gets to the point where i'm like i'm so bored of everything but when i make a plan and i got stuff down on paper this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put a little challenge twist in there by being like can you get to the gym every day and and make the most yeah. out of it um you know that's that's gonna keep me motivated through to the end of the year. And then I think it's going to make 2018 even better. That's so. awesome, man. How are you, Sam? Yeah, man. Um, it's all great insight, yo. Like what Aaron said about the video games. Like, I feel like that. Like, I, I hardly ever get time to play a video game. But then when I do, I start questioning my productivity. Like, man, is this, uh, I shouldn't be, this, this is not productive, you know? Like, even though sometimes I, I love to sit down and relax and just play a video game, man. But, you know, if I have of course, yeah, so yeah. many things I got to do, I'm, you know, I'm never going to get to sit down and actually do it and enjoy it with, without having a guilty conscience, you know. But yeah. I have this idea in my head because I was looking at Instagram stories and my boy David Yard, he says something. I know you, you know him, KT. I'm always up for it, yeah. But, you know, my man David Yard had a conversation with somebody and it was about being childlike, you know, having this childlike mindset and childlike curiosity and that basically the people who do creative work today are the people who held on to their inner child, you know. 
and something I was thinking about today, and I'm like, wow, you know, like, and something I've thought about before, you know, but today, more than ever, I'm thinking about it, and I'm just pondering on that idea, like, you know, wow, you know, it's really important to hold the hand of your inner child in order to be able to produce and create great things. You know what I'm saying? He's absolutely so, right. Wow. No, yeah. because, yeah. because, because, because to another level here, just now everybody's like, whoa. He just did because that's, that's so true of myself. Like I remember getting into like my twenties and thinking, I don't feel like I'm growing up. Like I still feel like my head's in the clouds. I like, I imagine a lot of stuff. I play out scenarios in my head. I, at some point I play pretend still, you know, like pretend that I'm in certain situations. And that's so true, man. Like those are the most creative people. And, and I think the struggle then is how can I get the stuff in my head into a format that other people can digest and understand. So it's almost like I'm trying to get people to understand what's going on in my mind, you know? And you look back and, and you look at the, the, the children, I mean, of today, I mean, they, they're the most creative people now with technology. I mean, they're, they're drawing sketch stuff on iPads now. I mean, to me, that's being, to me, that's creativity. And they're, they're whole, they have no, they have oh, no, yeah. and they have no really, some don't have really the, the, the care carefree. They, they have no care in the world. They just kind of go as it go. And I think that's why they're creative because they don't, they're really not sure what the consequence will be at the other end. And they're just like, all right, whatever it happens, it happens. And if it's good, great. If it's not, they they just they go to another their their ideas are like they're just spinning out ideas because their brains are like sponges. I mean, if you think about their idea, mm-hmm. it might go it might come out good as one, but then they're like, oh, next idea, next idea, next idea, next idea. They keep doing this, and that's how they eventually become. You know, I'm not going to say. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I guess you could say creative. I, mean, I, I wanted I wanted to say successful, but you know, but some do become successful just like that because it starts off with one idea, or just one, you know. Even the art, look at artists. I mean, that's how they. I mean, they they have to just like young artists. That's what they do. They just find the creative outlet, and that that inner kid comes out. Like, all right, I can be a kid and do this at the same time and treat everything like that. You know, that twelve year old I was, and have that heart of a twelve year old, and and have that adult you know adult mind of just evolving your mind. That's a perfect formula, I think. You know. Yeah. So. Th- they sound like you know. I think that's I think that's such great advice. Yeah. Yeah. So David Yard's absolutely around that one, Jan, for sure. Yeah. I think people, if we want to give people something to think about for the holidays, it's like if you're gonna take a break and you're gonna relax, you know, think about. I think Christmas is the perfect time to think about who that inner child really is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. And really dig back, get nostalgic, and and. Remember who that inner child was, and you know if he's dead, resurrect him, bring him back to life. You know only then will you will you have the mind of a creative, really. You know somebody who's not scared. You know somebody who's innocent in their mind. You know and is just curious and wants to try new things. You know and don't be afraid. I mean that that's it. And doesn't care what care what people think, right? Exactly. I think that's More the most important part of a kid. Do they? A child? A child doesn't care about what anybody thinks. Exactly. They just don't yeah. Yep. That's it. They're just always happy all the time. Yeah. They're, just, they're free spirit. They're just always happy. Asking questions and, you know, 
that that pure innocence, man. You know, if we can dig that back up, I, I feel like society has tainted our minds. Like the media, society has tainted our minds to where we know so much. We know everything now at this point. You know, even though we don't really know shit, you know what I mean? We know everything mm-hmm. in our minds. And we lose sight of, of what it is to be a child. Because when you're a child, you, you don't know anything, you know? And you just want to learn new things. Yeah. That's deep, man. No, it's deep, but it's true. I mean, that, that's that's how... We, right? No, you're right, because we were all kids from somewhere, right? We were all that kid from somewhere back in the day, or for me, I'm not too long ago. I mean, it, it's true. I mean, we can kind of find an inner spirit and find an inner soul of being a kid back then or, or even a couple of years ago, it'll, it'll prevail because now you have this multi, multi-personality. All right, I can be an adult when I want to be. I can still have the creative outlets of a kid when I want to be. You're kind of like that versatile, that versatile aspect. You're kind of being nimble, agile with how you, you just reflect on things. It's, it's great. I mean, yeah. and if you, can go through the, if you can go through life just being questionable and inquisitive all your life and just keep asking questions and keep innovating, and use those questions to find answers. That's how you get ahead. That's it, that's around the holidays too. So I have a question, right? Hmm? That this um, is going to be super deep. Do you remember the first time you ever did something creative in your life? Oh boy! What was uh, the first thing that you ever created? I, and, you know, when was it? Yeah. So for me, um, trying to think, probably which came first. So we, uh, it's got to be the taste. So um, when I was younger, they, they dramatized the Star Wars story on uh, PBS, or not PBS, what's the uh, public broadcasting for the radio? I don't remember. Anyway, the local radio station, they did a dramatization of Star Wars, and they add sound effects, and they added, you know, actors and doing the voice and stuff. Really cool. And so I took then a little tape recorder I had, and popped a, a tape in, and I was making my own, my own Star Wars story nice. on that. And I mean, I, I just remember being like, I don't care, I don't care who sees this, I don't care who listens to this. This is just me having fun. And I did relatively the same thing with our our video camera. I was doing like stop motion with my toy, you know, and didn't care, didn't care what people thought, you know, just. Oh, just wanted to make something, and I didn't even know why, you know? I messed up. <laughs> What's up, Jim? You still with us? Oh, no, I think we lost No, that's okay. I can read right back. But, uh, yeah, I guess my uh, – <laughs> I'm sure you know this one well. Uh, my creative outlet was started when I was three. Found this toy lawnmower. My mom bought it for me. I started, yeah. started to run with it. I mean, that was it. I mean, and look, look where it got me now. I mean, I've been doing it since, if, if we were going to count you know, pretend days, then I've been doing it for a good solid 15 years. If we're going to count doing it for actual, I actually voted at age six, then it's a solid the 12 going on 13 years now, next year. I mean, and I haven't looked back at it as like, I mean, 13 years. How young I'm doing Like, mm-hmm. uh, no, it's not. It's almost like it's fun. And it's like, all right, well. Yeah. Just be fun. I mean that that's really kid. Be fun. Be happy. It's, be fun. Have that's fun. it. Have fun. Yeah. With it. Don't don't you don't need to take life serious all the time. I mean, it's okay. Obviously you have to take it in serious situations and you know, situation. Yeah, situations yeah. that you need to take it down, but if you can just have fun, smile and, and be that kid like state, 
you'll be in great shape, I think. And I think that's that's why – I know he's not here, but Jam's right. I mean, just having this childlike creativity, it'll spark so many things, and I think that's important. For sure, man. I think we're going to end. You think you can get him, you think you can get him back in? Yeah. Or- I'm communicating with him right now. It's a great thing about technology, right? But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's been a great conversation regardless. Uh, I think yeah. I think another thing we have to look back to, and we'll, before we wrap, and once we get him back in here, we can't, it's okay, uh, is how we start. I think I think starting something, just uh, anything in the world, whether it be creatively on anchor, when you take that start point, you don't know what to expect. And I think, you could, and this is something I want to add. If you can take every day, like it's your first day at school or your first day at a job or first day at work, and kind of have to be that first day just learning new things and learn the process and learn to evolve, I think you'll do better. Something this I don't know if it's been I don't think it's been studied, but my study shows that if you just keep having that first day mentality every day to keep learning and learning, if you have it every day, well, how do you how are you really going to uh, how are you going to really you know, fail in my opinion. I mean, if you, because if you just, because it's only upward from there, at that point, if you're just doing day one things and continue to do day one things and keep learning like a day oneer, you'll eventually learn like a legend. I think mean, that's, that's something I'm sure every, the, the success is out there. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Look at uh, Bill Gates. There's so many that go out there. They, they probably had the same mentality. Started from the basement, started from, yeah. I mean, the day one stuff. We'll get you some. I think. I mean, I'll let you. I'll give you a comment there, but I, I think that's it. What your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I guess it's that idea of. I think on your first day on anything, you pay a lot of attention to it, yeah, right? Yeah. All every little minute detail, like the first day you step into a new classroom, you're looking around. Okay, who are these people? Who who am I going to be friends with? Who do I need to avoid? And you're looking at, okay, this is where my desk is. You're, you're noticing all the little details that in a month you're going to just overlook because they're, they're commonplace to you now. So I think the idea there is that you, you, you pay attention to every, to all, all the little things, all the big things. And yeah, so like if you did that as, as if you were day one in a new classroom or something, I think I would think that that would be, that could be pretty good. You know, that's, I think that'd be a good. It's a great mentality. To be honest with you, I think I think I wish yeah. we had. I wish everyone had that. I mean, I wish we all had the power to. You know, um, I, I don't know. It, it, it's crazy. I, I feel like if we all had the power to just think like that, I wonder what the world would be like. I mean, some, sometimes I question, like, what if the world was like a day one person? Like, what if we all had this mentality of we got to think inquisitively, but we got to think with curiosity with. Uh, Kind of just that, fresh yeah, fresh eyes, that youthful exuberance. That's the bias. Yeah, I mean, we think like we yeah. think like that. Who knows where the world will lead to? I mean, it, it's incredible. I've never seen. I feel like we live in a time where evolving is almost like second nature sometimes, though, because I mean, if you think about, it, everyone's got it in their heart to evolve. But do you the, the days? And this is another thing I always learn: the hard days are the best days to find motivation because the hard days you take every day. Those hard days are worth times two in the end of the day mm-hmm. because those hard days will teach you the ways of not to do those hard days. Everyone's going to have a hard I have hard days. I mean, I'm, I mean, it's, it, seems like, course, yeah. it seems like, oh, well, KT, but no, everyone's got – I mean, you're vulnerable to society. Everyone's going to mm-hmm. have a hard day. Look, you, you said depressed, and we all get depressed. If you haven't gotten depressed, something's wrong. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. not human. I mean, we all get depressed. We all have these tough yeah. days, these tough times. But how we handle those tough times or how we move forward and, or how we keep evolving, that's defining us. And those hard days teach us the inner lessons, the, all right, this is it. This is my time. Yeah, and it, that's it. It's, just, yeah. it's crazy, but it works. Yeah. I think I just think that I keep coming back to our theme of this whole thing is, is you know, coming back to just staying in that, that space and staying in that head space and, but still evolving and changing and growing and adapting that is, that's just life. I mean, that's take away the creative life and just, just call it life. You know? So a lot of the stuff we talk about when we're talking about being creative, we're actually even talking about just life in general. So I think even if you're not out there creating stuff, then you can still take some of these tactics and apply it to your regular life and they would work because it's, it's all life, you know? Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's probably a good place for us unless JM's going to get back. To nah, I think he, he, I think he must have some speaker problem. We'll end it right here. I'll, I'll give you, I'll end it like I normally do. All right, guys, I want to, I want to hear who. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I want to hear his, his story. So maybe next time we get together, we'll, we'll start with that. Yeah. Now, like I said, we, we talked about this, that this show really had no date. So we, I know we said last Friday was going to be it, but uh, I guess we just weren't feeling, well, another thing, two reasons. One, I think, I think I was busy last Friday because I I was, I was on a massive amount of recordings last week. I, I don't even know how many. And I think Aaron just, we were just weren't feeling it, I guess. And that's fine. I mean, we don't have a, Structured date. So until the next time. It, it, now, there, if there is one thing, we would like to get one more. There is a definite. We would like to get one more show before the year's out just to give a good send off for this year. And then maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. even, you know, my six months or something. That, that, like I said, that's going to be a, that's going to be a whirlwind of a day for me because I know, I feel like I've been to two different worlds. I think. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the July world, it's been all right. The July squatters, it was like, it, I felt like I couldn't get any more tight knit, you know? And then, now it's I have to evolve with the new people I'm around me. It's uh, it's gonna be an inter- interesting time that last uh, couple of days. But in all seriousness, we like to say thank you to Jam on the day. I know he's not here. Appreciates his thoughts. I mean, those were some deep thank thoughts, you. and we'll definitely start with that next time we get on the show. My man Aaron, it's been a pleasure, my man. Uh, before we go, yeah, well, actually, no, we'll, we'll save we'll save uh, any 2018 post anchor plans coming up in the next episode. Hey man, we'll any that, final yeah. words before I post the question? No man, I think I'm I think I'm talked out. We are talked out. I'm but those in Anchorland, what's your mentality of the day? I mean, what's your mentality to level up as we hit these these turbulent times as people say they're in the holidays? What are you gonna do to spend these two weeks or a week or even a month off in some people's cases of break? What are you gonna do? You're gonna continue to be evolving and be creative, you're gonna take a break for your family, or have you just earned the right? I mean, some people have literally flat out earned the right to take that month off. And most importantly, mm-hmm. How are you going to do it on Anchor? Because this is Anchor. This is a great platform. And let's, let's end it like that. Jam, thank you, man. Although you're not here. Aaron, pleasure, my man. This is episode two. So, yeah, that's right, man. Episode two, July Squad Show. We out. We will see you for episode three. Stay tuned.